0: Who said that children can't change the world? This is Teenage Tech Stories, the podcast where today's teens talk about their incredible technological achievements. From developing groundbreaking algorithms to innovating in healthcare or even leading their own non-profit organizations, these young entrepreneurs are proof that it's never too early to start making the world a better place. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Teenage Tech Stories. My name is Beatriz Valera and today's guest is Jacomba Jabi. Jacomba has recently spoken at a UN event about the importance of improving girls' access to education in Africa. In addition, she has built a climate change monitoring app as part of the robotics clubs that she created at her school. Jacomba is joining us from her house in the Gambia. Hi Jacomba, how are you? Hello
1: Beatrice, I'm fine.
0: It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, so to start, why don't you just take a second and introduce yourself?
1: Actually, my name is Jakomba Javi, teenage from the Gambia, and I have recently graduated from high school. And I'm an inspired uh, neurobiologist, though I wanted to be an aerospace engineer. But this dream of mine changed as I was pursuing my senior school career. So now I'm an inspired neurobiologist. And I'm also interested in robot science as well.
0: Congratulations on your graduation. And Thank you. you. And it's definitely a good time to go into um, biology with obviously the health crisis that the world is facing right now. Can you tell me when did you first get interested in sciences? I was I
1: was interested in science since I was in high school it it is one of my uh, since I was in junior school rather it is one of my best subjects and like anytime I started doing science projects and stuff I feel the passion within me and like I see the connection it has with the universe and that gives me a lot of understanding when it comes to my surroundings and everything so it was a passion that was within me it's like a force that like directs me to it and I, I fall in love with it and I'm sure I'm not gonna stop now I need to like continue <laughs> with it but actually it's a passion it's, it's it's everything to me
0: those are beautiful words and I hope you don't stop honestly and what you say it's so important because uh, there are many girls around the world and also in the Gambia where you live that have to face many challenges to have access to education. if you could tell me a bit about what are the challenges that you or the people around you have faced in this regard.
1: That is that is actually a fact in sub-Saharan Africa. Like uh, When it comes to multiple taxes or when it comes to uh, areas in, in education that are hard, Females are exempted in these areas because you know, there is this belief that people have that females cannot take on hard challenges, that is just for men. And this is just a stereotype in, in, in the environment because actually, it's not hard. We have believed in this notion so much so that girls are not even capable of doing this because, as I always tell my friends in school, if you don't have passion for something, even if you have the brain and the capability to do it, you can excel in it because the passion actually is like the force that like directs you to what you want to do. But science is like, is seen as something that is very tough when it comes to females. But now, thank God we have a lot of females that are pursuing their dreams in science based on the sensitizations that is come from different areas and the responsibilities and the rights that are given to girls in Africa. Because... Honestly speaking, it is hard to be a girl in certain part of Africa based on tradition and cultural beliefs. It's, it's even okay if girls are taken to school, but there are some girls that are not even taken to school because they believe that girls learning or, uh, or pursuing their career in Western education is a taboo in so many African settlements. But I think now that there has been a lot of changes because girls are coming out and they've been given the right platforms to pursue their dreams to study whatever area of science being mathematics technology any area of science and to me it's a win our mothers they did not have the chance to do that but at least we have and i'm sure our kids are going to have the same chance
0: yes it's such a difficult situation um, but i'm glad things are changing and we're slowly getting there sure Uh, What are some of the things you think we can do to encourage girls to pursue their education or help their communities understand the importance of this?
1: We need to embark on sensitization projects and also explain to girls that they have uh, a right, as well as the uh, as well as responsibilities, and they can study what uh, whatever choice of course they want to do, and no one can exempt them from that. And also, we need to create platforms to allow girls to come up with their talents, because so many girls in Africa have talents, different different talents when it comes to different areas. But this notion within them that it's derived from their family and their backgrounds is not allowing them to do that. But like explaining things to them and giving them the right platform to come out uh, to showcase their talents and to show the world what they can do when it comes to science and technology, when it comes to arts, when it comes to business. All these areas are crucial and I think sensitization is one of the most important things that we can do to make these changes that we want to.
0: Yes, that's so important. And when it comes to yourself, was there something or someone that really inspired you to fight for your dreams?
1: I, ha- I have a sister who who is an architect, and she was in Taiwan. When she came back, like, we normally watch a lot of documentaries together, a lot of series. So, like, we started this movie called Dr. House. It's a series. And that time I was in junior school. So when I see those people the way they are, I I kind of fall in love with science. And when I went to high school and I started pursuing my dream of being a science student, and then the robotics project just came up it was something that was actually new to me because i had no knowledge or background when it comes to robotics so like the first time i was chosen for the competition in our country because it was a national challenge for different schools a lot of schools i was scared because i'm like how am i going to do something that i have no uh background or no knowledge or whatsoever so like the challenge was to develop a a, a a monitoring system, a climate monitoring system that is going to use Android. And it was, I was like, it's something that just came from, 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 it was, it was, I was so sad. And then one of my biggest inspirators and my mother, when I came back home and I'm like, we're supposed to go for a a robotics project. And I explain everything to her and she's, I'm like, but I'm scared. I don't want to pursue it. And she's like, you could do it. People just get up and do things randomly without even knowing that they can do it. If you don't start it, you will not know a way that you can do it whatsoever. And I, I, I started it and I fell in love with it and I, I kind of enjoyed it and it was okay. It was fine. But my inspirators are, are my sister because she's also a, a scientist as well. And my mother, I owe that to her, really. <laughs> Find us at Tech for Good on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at Tech
0: That's so beautiful. I love that you had uh, such great role models and like women in your life inspiring you and supporting you. <laughs> and then you ended up winning that competition. Because I
1: was in a team of six, we were six in number, and we were all new to it. But, like, as, as, as I said, like, your, your challenges are just meant to be solved. But if you run away from them, they just stay to be challenges. So, and they keep haunting you. So, one of the biggest things to do was to take on that challenge, and we, we ended up winning. So, that was.
0: That's really exciting. And did you keep doing robotics after that competition? Yes. After that,
1: we also started uh, another project that was to develop a medicine manufacturing robot for the pharmaceuticals, so that people will not have the the stress or whatsoever to move various ingredients to the mixer to the packing station. So we also had that project using the the the, the vex robotics materials, and it was it was a go. It was it was amazing because the way it turned out. Oh, it was good. <laughs> so, were you
0: able to build something that worked?
1: Sure, we, I, and and I want to, I still want to go back to the first project, which was to develop a climate monitoring system, because I've seen a lot of climate changes in in West Africa, and when it comes to technology and science, especially the country that I am, Gambia people are not excelling in these areas. And like, we have a lot of problems that are related to technology, related to science, but we cannot solve them. So I'm thinking since I have graduated now, mighty's leisure time I'm thinking of developing that 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 app that is going to like monitor climate and when, when we did it we even ha- we even have a section for detecting flood and temperature uh, temperature changes, humidity changes, rainfall levels and whether there'll be slight means of climate change or whatsoever, whether there'll be uh, winds that are going to be destructive or thunderstorms and stuff. So I'm thinking of doing that and I just hope it, it, it just gets through.
0: Sure, and climate change is such a hot topic and an important challenge that we're all facing right now. So how does your app work? Do you use sensors and an algorithm, or what kind of technology do you use?
1: I'm going to use the, the, the Android but actually it's not even it's not it's not even going to be like an app that is like uh, going to be stored in phone but it's going to be a material itself that is going to be connected to an android so like you have various sensors within the robot itself that can detect various uh various areas of the climate when it comes to humidity when it comes to temperature when it comes to flood levels when it comes to wind directions so it has all these materials and like the most fascinating thing about it it's it's not going to use various climatic materials like uh measuring various climatic areas or levels like when it comes when, like you can say rainfall is is measured using rain gauge or something this is not going to use that it's actually going to be a robot that is going to sense different different areas because the crucial thing about robotics is actually the coding the way you code a robot that is the way it's going to function it's like the soul within a robot so that is the most amazing thing about it
0: that's so interesting and obviously so important because uh, we still need a lot of information about climate change to be able to track it and do something about it and also convince so many people that still don't believe it's a real problem. But apart from that app, something you, we haven't mentioned is that you've spoken about women in STEM and equality for women at a UN conference event. What's that like?
1: Ah, <laughs> if people say that, like, I actually tell them, I, I was sitting because my I was shaking because when it comes to public speaking it's actually not my thing but I did that for the girls in in Africa because we cannot all say that we have to fold our hands when we see that certain things are not being done in the right way and I decided to do that because I've seen like girls think that this is actually coming from our religion and to make it understandable to people that our religion is not exempting us from doing what we want to do because one of the various things that our prophet told us was that learning is obligatory upon both males and females. So like this notion that females actually believe in is actually coming from their cultures and their different traditions. So like when I traveled to my father's village and I've seen a lot of young girls and they are doing something different, they're not being taken to school and at the end of the day they end up getting married as if that is the only thing they they should be. And I've seen a lot of of females in marital problems they cannot take themselves from that and actually when i was doing that i wasn't interested when it comes to gender equality or stuff but when i've seen these things i knew that they were not right and like people were doing them thinking that it's actually connected to the religion because i've studied my religion very well and i've understood it so i i time it as a responsibility upon myself to come out and make things clear to the world because this is actually not in africa only it has it is going on in so many parts of the world and like we're gonna just sit and just look at it like that because if you said that you are safe your sister somewhere else is not and it is a responsibility upon you to save them from what they are in so that was what motivated me to take part in that event and it was successful it was successful and it was amazing and the experience everything it was it was it was really good it was
0: you're right that's so important and it's a challenge that a lot of girls and young women face all around the world independently or their religion or the country that they come from so it's great that you were able to stand up for yourself and all the girls in similar position to yours and on that note, what would you say to like a young girl who would be listening now who wants to pursue education and might be facing some of these challenges?
1: I would just tell them to do what they feel like doing, to do what they want to do. Because you cannot just say, go and do something. Go, you look at the person's part, uh, passion towards that thing. So I actually motivated a lot of young girls that are coming to high school to actually study science, to embark on science, to fight their Fear and to take that notion out of them that it is difficult. They can do. They cannot do it because if I can do it and somebody else can do it, they can do it. So that is actually that. But I also tell them to pursue what they want to. Very there are various courses, various fields which they can embark on, and they just need to look at the thing that they are. They have they fallen in love with because this is something that has to do since the time we were children. You just cannot tell somebody to go and study something. At the end of the day, they start failing. They're not failing because they don't know that particular area but because they don't have passion for it and they feel that they cannot do it so i rather tell them to do what they want to do and to tell them that any, no one can stop them not their family, not even themselves they can go for
0: what they want to I love that, that's so encouraging and uh, looking more towards the future in the next, I don't know, 10-15 years what are some of the things that you would have liked to have happen or that governments would have enforced to support uh, girls' education?
1: When it comes to my country in particular, I want
0: my country to be technology-based
1: area, to have technology for different, different things. And I also want to see the medical uh, sectors being improved. And this is the more reason why I want to go for medicine, because I want to do it for the poor people. Because anytime I go to the hospitals and see the conditions of Uh, what the poor people are in the poor people don't have access to good medical facilities they don't have access to good medications or even good good hospitals in in my country so like this I when I saw this I felt sad and I, I said to myself it is a responsibility upon me to go and study medicine to see various changes and I want to see various areas of medicine so that the people in my country will not uh, fly to overseas to go for treatment or whatsoever. So I also want to see a lot of changes in the governmental systems of the world. This is not only Africa. I want to see a lot of changes in so many governments and I want to see females taking the forefront and to make a world a better place. I just want females to to participate in, 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 in every sector when it comes to the world. I just want females to make the world better because we uh islam believes that if you have a lot of female scholars that is better than to have a lot of male scholars because we teach a generation we teach our families and we teach our children so if females are educated the world is going to be a better place so i want to see that changes really
0: yes i want to see that change too and i have no doubt that you'll be one of the women leading it yeah thank you so much for coming to the podcast and sharing all of your amazing thoughts No problem. You're you're
1: welcome. And I would do this over and over. So thank
0: you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Teenage Tech Stories. Like, review, subscribe, or visit us at techforgood.net to read more about today's guest and other incredible people who are using technology to make the world a better place.